Mic check. I could get smooth to any. Yeah. No, 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 not you, Chase. I'm checking my my mic was. Oh man. All right, all right. I don't even know all I said. So were y'all able to hear the audio from the video clip? Were y'all able to hear that audio? Let's just start from scratch, right? Okay. Let's just make this make sense. Uh, where's our clip? This might seem crazy, but I'm going to have to give you a disclaimer in advance. We do not teach this. I do not know how to jump up in the air, take that body contact from the John T. Murray, change a, a dunk in a, in a, in mid air to a, somehow like a, like a baby drop mark jackson overhead like I, I don't know how to do that that's what i am talking about man okay i see today is a technical difficulties morning then i forgot to press the separate mute button that has to be pressed <laughs> On the Instagram live. So right now we are street right now. Good morning. Good Sunday morning. Um, peace to everybody out there. We're about four, four, we five minutes in of messed up, messed up this. But that's beautiful because I feel like that five minutes of technical difficulty was our karmic, you know, a karmic debt to uh For this beautiful live that we're gonna have so let me put this up because unfortunately ig has not uh lengthened their streaming time so i think that at some point ig will have to um you know increase the amount of time that they let the stream What? What is yo? That was not letting me. Uh, this is interesting. Streamyard is blocking my comments. What is going on? There we go. All right. So, <clears throat> people on IG, you guys might want to come on over. So you guys can see the whole video and that's that all right so now we can get started properly so this is the official textbook the official textbook of the chemiluminescent college and human engineering etc cetera, etc cetera. now all of the books starting with red book number one are part of the literature for our college, right? Chemiluminescent College. Um, in this book, you should have, you know, hopefully you got, hopefully you have yours. 
right? This isn't the latest two books, but this is kind of recent, maybe two weeks, three weeks ago, right? 20 books in six months. I know people are at various places in terms of their study, right? Even some of my most astute followers, like Marv is still somewhere like, Marv's like book four or five right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if you turn to page or intro page 13, so that's the X with the three lines, Roman numeral. It says human engineering, electric body 101. See that? Human engineering, electric body 101, right? The code word is time span, right? Certain sections in this book have particular code words, right? So at some point, there may be levels to the information that may not, that everybody may not be privy to, right? So anyway, code word time span, if we understand as we should by now, haven't read all six books of the Red Series and Volume 1 of this series that our body is made like a Russian doll set. Each Russian doll is a type of liquid or semi-fluid crystal encoded with various polymers. The cell is a single unit that makes up your tissues, glands, bones, etc. Each cell is alive. It is its own brain. They have to be in order to process the wide array of binary signals it uses to communicate. Therefore, each cell membrane is its own phospholipid crystal with gates and channels for sending and receiving signals. Many of you may have noticed this subject came up when I was exposing the race hustler William Shockley and his theft. These guys pass off IP from the indigenous as cutting edge. Anyway, you will notice that the cell membrane literally fits the textbook definition of a computer chip, right? A human cell membrane and or computer chip, a flat semiconducting crystal disc or wafer with integrated circuits and or gates and channels. That's literally definition of your cell and a computer chip. Your cell shares a definition with a computer chip. We have to just, yo, Oh, come on. Steph is the goat for that. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Steph is the goat for that. Right? But listen. Your cell, particularly because of the way it has designed its own membrane, keep that in mind, that cells build out themselves. So when you go back and you got guys like that will ridicule for saying things like, um, life was self-created and things like that uh farad muhammad elijah muhammad these guys that may have sounded crazy a hundred years ago science tells us that that was right and exact right cells design not only their membrane but cells also design the interior so all of the machinery the enzymes they build out themselves this is why the ancients taught biochemistry through geometry and so this is where the link between freemasonry and biochemistry is right and again 
we just happen to be the foremost, actually the only authorities <laughs> on this conversation, right? But anyway, so we have named it the Silicon Valley chip versus the carbon uh, uh, or, or the carbon valley chip or the or the Kemet Valley chip. I, I I don't know uh what I like better. I was trying to come up with a little like a little schnazzy, you know, the Silicon Valley computer chip versus the either the carbon chip and kind of give you know give a little nod to Sabian, you know, the OG, you know what I'm saying? Or to hell with Sabi. Um just kidding. But no no or you know, not the carbon valley chip, but go with the Kemet Valley chip, you know, the Nile Valley chip, something like that. You know what I'm saying? But um, anyway. All right. So blah, 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 blah. Hold on. We talk about iatrogenesis, nucleotide. Hold on. I want to get to the purpose of today's convo. That is not it. That is not it. All right. So now when you go to page one of the book, I'm looking for the page that happens to be page one. You see that? First page, time benders. Okay. First page. Time benders. So this is not a, um, before we go any further, right? This is not a science fiction conversation, right? Even though some of the science in this conversation, Hollywood may or may not be applying to some of their concepts and drawing out their movies or the writers anyway. <clears throat> because they pull on science sometimes to stretch and, and do their thing, right? Tuesday night, listen to this. Tuesday night, I have a, a, a conversation on, uh, I think it's NYP talk show, something to that effect. I think that's NY, NYB talk show or some, something to that effect. And the channel is frequented by all of the Moors that are out there teaching chakra information. Now, this is not going to be a video about Moors or chakras or any of that. Um, we're talking about time bending. That's just relax for a second. The reason why I'm, I'm prefacing that is because what I'm saying is <laughs> I'm probably walking into a booby trap Tuesday nights with this interview. Right. Because I spoke to the brother. It's a good brother, blah, blah, blah. But I think his audience, you know, is already predispositioned with ideas and blah, blah, blah. You know, I walk into those types of lion's dens all the time because that's the best teaching environment. Right. If you can deal with the pressure. Right. My point in saying that is I would not begin. A class series. Right. Two days before being in an unfriendly crowd with information that I necessarily could not completely scientifically substantiate. Otherwise, I would know in advance that this, you know, this could be used, you know, 
be careful with you know uh you have the right to remain silent you know because anything you say can it will be used against you in the internet of <laughs> in the internet of you know i don't know not the court of law but the internet of whatever the internet of your jaw i don't know right but that's the whole idea so i wouldn't um <clears throat> talk no crazy stuff but so we're going to get into today. Today's the first conversation. We're going to have a few more, just like we did our human engineering, right? Human engineering is a course at Chemiluminescence College. Time bending is a course in Chemiluminescence College, right? So let's check this video, and then I'll come back and start explaining a little bit more what I'm talking about, right? Because I know, like I said, 20 books in six months. At this point, I'm writing books faster than people can literally read them, right? So I get it. So I, I wanted to give folks some time. Anyway, I thought this video, I thought this clip from Tyrese Maxey, because I got a Jordan. I started to use the Jordan clip. There's a, a, a basketball clip of Michael Jordan that Magic Johnson really made famous because Michael, the Chicago Bulls was playing against the Lakers. And Michael goes up for a dunk with one hand. And somewhere in the middle of that idea, he decides to change it and go for a layup, right? Everybody went insane. That people never seen like at the moment, like now it would look simple with all the highlights we see, especially with the street stuff and and one and rest in greatness, Ali Mo, and you know, that's like some crazy stuff. But back in the time, like we never saw that. That was the, the whole arena went up. We was in my house watching it, a bunch of guys, you know, like we went crazy. It was crazy. I was gonna use that clip. Instead, though, I see Tyra Tyrese Maxey has taken that whole thing to a whole nother level right with now there's some Ja Morant clips there's other clips but this Tyree I'm a Tyrese Maxey fan right you know like we 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 betting that Tyrese Maxey's going to be that ball in the future you know what I'm saying we think we, we're betting on Maxey versus Morant Morant is amazing but Morant got some stuff going on right um and you know I'm a Philly guy right so so we like Tyrese right but anyway so this is why I have this clip, because I want you to understand something. And we're getting ready to go to Albert Einstein in a second. This might seem crazy, but I'm going to have to give you a disclaimer in advance. We do not teach this. I do not know how to jump up in the air, take that body contact from the John Tate Murray, <laughs> change a, a dunk in a in, a, in midair to a somehow like a like a baby drop mark jackson overhead like I, I don't know how to do that that's not what we teach and that's not what the class is about but what i am talking about is the fact that tyrese maxi has a different experience of time in this moment than what your watch can tell you and what the audience can see from their perspective we're going to go deep into this science and how you can apply this science to do some miraculous things, even way crazier than what you see Tyrese Maxey doing. And it's not spooky, it's science. All right, so let's get, <clears throat> let's go 
Y'all know how this thing here go of ours. Anything the doctor with the gold teeth say, <laughs> it has to be challenged. <laughs> They've been doing this for 20 years. It's crazy. Anyway, uh, let's go here to the American, you know, a trusted source of information, right? Let's start having some. And we're going to come back to that Tyrese Maxey clip before we, you know, start going in. Right now, this is the American Museum of Natural History, right? And this is an Einstein. This is this is a, a, a article about Einstein. This is part of the Einstein exhibit, right? This is part of the Einstein exhibit. You don't have to be the size of a planet to do some space time warping. Large objects such as the sun and planets aren't the only masses that warp the fabric of space-time. Anything with mass, including your body, bends this four-dimensional cosmic grid. The warp, in turn, creates the effect of gravity redirecting the path of objects that travel into it. Now, You're going to have to hang in there with me today because this we're going to be we're going to be moving around a little bit. <clears throat> now, let me just show you really quick. You know, some reference, some some points that just need to be OK. So now if we go here. Right. I want to show you guys the ancient. Right. So as we discuss the modern. I want to just be able to show you guys the ancient concept, right? So you have a, um, a better overview. I think that's always good. Man, where is she? Okay, hold on. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Ah, here we go. Uh huh. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> here's how um, this philosophy, right? How your how how your ancestors kind of tapped into it, right? So if you notice when you look at Egyptian art, it's it's very highly specific with the uh, with the preferences and what parts of the body they show, how and why, right? So they're letting you know that they understand dimensions with their artwork their art is speaking so anyway we're not gonna go too deep into it but i just want you to understand that um from the more popular public you know all the way up into some of the more nuanced concepts where you have a nazi the spider um and the spider web that web is the grid that albert einstein is referring to right um <clears throat> Right. So these are some of the concepts that we're probably going to wind up 
um, getting into. Now, this is Neith. Neith is one of my favorite goddesses, right? Neith is the goddess of that cosmic grid. Neith is the goddess of that cosmic grid. This is the net. So all that, all that stuff, what, um, listen, all that stuff with that ether conversation, unfortunately, that's fake. That's not real. All that ether stuff, none of that's real. Nine ether, ether, none of that's real. The only ether that's real is like the gas you could buy. <laughs> but there's no, there's no secret ether that's filling the spaces in the that's not that's not no that's not real if you want to talk about a gas there's lots of gases <laughs> we got we got all kinds of noble gases and oxygen and nitrogen but if we're talking about some pre-plasmic like no that that doesn't exist what you're actually trying to see here's what happens when your intellectual property gets stolen right People like to rename your shit when they remix it. So you think, so like when France stole the royal uh, finger, right? And the royal finger, check this out. This is how slow niggas is. The royal finger, look, let me show you something about this. Because this is going to blow your mind. The royal finger was not a finger. The royal finger was this. This was the royal finger, the tip of your finger, because the royal finger was based on a droplet of water, which is almost the same size as the tip of your finger diameter. And so they stole the royal finger as a measurement and named it centimeter. And so when they named it centimeter, now, oh, we found it centimeter. You see what I'm saying? So they go into Kemet. Oh, cosmic grid or or net or you know the spider web where all the electromagnetic waves come from and return to get it they come from and return to this is why you have the picture of Ankhenaten right with the sun and then the sun rays is coming down feeding him and then the sun rays is coming back from him, going back up to the sun, feeding the sun. There's an interchange of information that must take place. Right? So anyway. All right. Enough on that. Right? Enough on that. Let's get back to this cosmic grid thingy. What we talking about over here with, with Mr. Albert Einstein. Right. All right. So we back. American History Museum, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I like that term. Blah, blah, blah. Takes up so much space. All right. So from the top, let me, let me hit this like this so we can get rid of that blue. There we go. All right. Large objects such as the sun and planets aren't the only masses that warp the fabric of space-time. Anything with mass, including your body, bends this fourth dimension, this four-dimensional, excuse me, cosmic grid. Right. So that's kind of why we went on that tangent to explain 
what your and how your ancestors define this uh cosmic grid and now we can cross-reference that with how modern science defines the same grid and somewhere in between those two stories is the you know the most accurate right now the warp in turn creates the effect of gravity Please don't debate me. This is not my... <laughs> the views and opinions. <laughs> the warp in turn creates the effect of gravity, redirecting the path of objects that travel into it. The strength of gravity depends on the size of the space-time warp. A large object with little mass creates a smaller distortion than a tiny object with huge mass. Okay, now let me ask you guys a question because for some people, that's going to seem like that doesn't make any sense. Because when I was reading that, well, discussing it with my children, that's that's what they said. So I know somebody's going to be like, wait a minute, hold on. How does a huge object have a low, a little bit of mass and a small object have a lot, right? So on one side, you can have a conversation about density right? Density. And even in people, we know that these, these are real things, right? Because you have some people that you look at them and you go, oh, this person's probably about 150, like they about 150, 180 pounds. That person like 225. Then you look at some people, they huge. You're like, oh, this guy is 400 pounds. He like 260. You're like, okay. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, how does this work? It's because um, there are different types of fat, right? Some types of fat are more dense than others. Um, brown and black fat work more tightly with muscle. So you may have some people that have fat, but they've been blessed genetically. And so their body is really dense. So they carry their weight well. In fact, that's where that saying comes from. A person that carries their weight well, right? Um, this is what that is, right? But then the other thing is speed, velocity, right? So speed and velocity can translate, can translate. So now when you got a little tiny guy, like say, for instance, John ja Morant, <laughs> you got a little tiny guy, like say, for instance, John ja Morant. You looking at John Morant flying in the air, banging into, you know, seven foot tall guys and blah, 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 blah. You're like, how is this? Like, what is what are we watching right here? Allen Iverson. You know what I'm saying? Allen Iverson looked like he was about 11 pounds soaking wet, running into guys the size of Shaq and Dikembe Mutombo and all that. Like, but still getting it in. And so, and so even, you know, even, even the David Goliath slingshot is a science because the slingshot added lots of speed to that small little rock so when the rock hit it didn't hit with the mass or or the, or the strength or, or what you would associate with the weight of you know a little rock no all of the speed 
is converted into mass at the moment of impact. All right. All right. I know it's early in the morning. Somebody's going to be with me. Somebody going to be with me, damn it. <laughs> right? But we're going to get through this. Y'all will have this info. We're starting this conversation. Anyway. And hopefully I'm doing a halfway decent job of explaining some of this crazy, confusing foolishness. Anyway, the fourth dimension, 3D space. Space expands out from each of us. Wait a minute. Am I sharing? Lord God. Space expands out from each of us in three dimensions, up, down, side to side, front to back, to the far reaches of the universe. But Einstein showed that space doesn't exist independent of time. Yo, this is crazy right here because look how much science agrees with spirituality. This is the American Museum of History. This is their Albert Einstein display. And they're saying that the human body extends out to the infinite. Now, we know, like, for instance, me, about 6'1", something like that. You know what I'm saying? We know for a fact. Like, I'm 6'1". I know I'm 6'1". I know 7 foot or 100 foot or expanding to the infinite. In order for that to be a scientific fact, they would have to be talking about something pertaining to me, that's not necessarily my physical flesh that would be able to expand out into three-dimensional space infinite, infinitely, right? That's spirit. That's soul. You know, that's that's morphogenic field. That's, uh, you know, all the different, the aura, you know, uh, not the C word. Don't do it. Uh-oh, uh-oh, we here, we here, the family is in the building, right, because we, yeah, we going in, right, all right, so just, just have to acknowledge where science tries to sneakily plant little seeds so that later on, they could all be religious and say they was always with God the whole time, anyway, Einstein showed that space doesn't exist independent of time. You know what's crazy, too? I, I know I'll be all over the place sometimes, but you know how many atheists quote Einstein as their main reference? And Einstein is Jewish? I'm just like, do you niggas actually read these books or are you just posing in pictures next to books? Like, I don't understand. Anyway. 4D space time. Like a film strip, slices of time show a rider on a horse galloping through 3D space. Each slice also pinpoints an exact moment of the event as it occurs through time. Together, space and time make up for the fourth dimensional area in which all things exist. Now, if you're not familiar with the Schrodinger uncertainty principle, you won't notice it when you see it popping up subtly. But when they start to, to make little certain little references like, okay, Film strip slices. If you're dealing with slices, you're dealing with particles instead of waves, right? Each slice also pinpoints an exact moment of the event as it occurred through time. So when you deal with the uncertainty principle, it says that you can know certain things, but you can't know everything. 
And if you know this thing about the electron or what's going on around the atom, you won't be able to know this, right? So as above, so below and everywhere in between, right? Yeah, yeah, we with you, right? Now, We're gonna put this, hold on, what I'm doing. We're gonna put this on the side for a second and we're gonna go and grab us a YouTube video from some smoke from, from some folks that's probably smarter than us, right? And we're gonna examine this video. Let's go on ahead and examine this video. Let's peruse this material. traveling at a constant velocity. Einstein's special relativity theory starts with two basic ideas. The first postulates that the laws of physics are the same in all frames of reference. Imagine your friend is standing at the platform of a train station and you are in a train traveling at a constant velocity. Constant velocity means an object is moving in a fixed speed and fixed direction. This motion doesn't have any acceleration, deceleration. All right, now <clears throat> remember what we discussed in terms of time in the first place. In order to get an accurate measure of time, you need what? A defined space, right? And then you need movement. Just keeping it super general. Defined space, movement. I'm just gonna keep, you know, we just, just making sure you got some of these concepts and then some of the people watching probably haven't got any of the books. I'm, I'm speaking as if everybody's somewhere in the middle of studying with us. Right. But there's some people who are interested in beginning studying with us that haven't started yet. So they like, I don't know what to tell you. You might you might if you haven't if you don't have any of the books yet, you need to go to patreon.com forward slash Dr. Inky and become a member there. So you can start watching all of the videos pertaining to this information that are not on YouTube because, yeah, I moved them only to Patreon. So if you're that far behind, you're going to need to do some catching up over there. Right. And does not change two basic ideas. The first postulates that the laws of physics are the same in all frames of reference. Imagine your friend is standing at the platform of a train station and you are in a train traveling at a constant velocity. Constant velocity means an object is moving in a fixed speed and fixed direction. This motion doesn't have any acceleration, deceleration, and does not change direction. So your friend is on the platform. From his perspective, he is at rest and you are heading forward. But from your perspective, who is traveling at a constant speed, does not feel any motion. And so you also can claim to be at rest. The rest of the world can appear to be running towards you. If the train windows are closed, there is no outside reference point. Thus, you believe you are at rest. As all the laws of physics will apply to both your friend and you, both of you can be considered to be at rest. To explain more simply, let's take a look at a mosquito in a flying plane. Now that the mosquito is sitting on the back seat, it wants to fly to the pilot room. If the laws of physics is not the same for a moving plane, it must travel above the flight speed. 
but there's nothing like that, and the mosquito feels at rest on a moving plane. So the normal effort is enough to reach the pilot's room. Now let's come back to the train scenario. You are in a moving train and your friend is on the platform. Whatever your friend is doing on the platform, you can also do in the moving train. However, the speed is not the same for all observers. Let's say the train is moving at a constant speed of 100 kilometers per hour. Stop. Another key term popped up. Remember, double slit experiment. Blah, blah, blah. The observer influencing what's being observed, particle wave, blah, 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 blah. Just, just, you know, just when these things pop up, you know. And you throw a football at the speed of 20 kilometers per hour. From your perspective, the ball is traveling 20 kilometers per hour because you are in its room. Now let's come back to the train scenario. You are in a moving train and your friend is on the platform. Whatever your friend is doing on the platform, you can also do in the moving train. However, the speed is not the same for all observers. Let's say the train is moving at a constant speed of 100 kilometers per hour, and you throw a football at the speed of 20 kilometers per hour. From your perspective, the ball is traveling 20 kilometers per hour because you are at rest inside the train. But from your friend's perspective, who is on the platform watching the train, he feels the ball is traveling at a whopping 120 kilometers per hour. Let's say you have another friend who is running on the track. I'm just saying, they just snuck some 120 in <laughs> i'm just kidding towards your train at 10 kilometers per hour now if you measured the ball speed he would judge it to be 130 kilometers per hour how can the same moving object be showing different speeds because speed is relative it can vary from one to another different observers can measure different speeds on the same moving object now time you need a divine space, a divine, a divine. You need a defined space and you need movement. The measure of that movement within that defined space or against that defined space is going to give you time. Right? So speed is absolutely integral to time. So if speed is relevant um or if speed the perception of speed changes based on your frame of reference then that means how we see and perceive and interpret time is also going to do the exact same thing now this is a mental health conversation and series this is neurochemistry we're dealing with. But, you know, we got to work our way into it and then back out of it. You know how we do. This is Dr. Inky's spiral technique of teaching, right? That I've taught some of these guys around that have used it for nefarious purposes, but I use it to create geniuses. That's what I do. The genius factory it pumps out geniuses, right? So anyway. Special relativity's other postulate is that the speed of light is the same for all observers. The speed of light is constant and it always shows the same value for all frames of reference. Let's take a simple example. You and your friend are standing opposite each other. He has a flashlight and your friend flashes the light. If you could measure the speed of light quick enough, you would measure it at around 300,000 kilometers per second. No surprises yet, as you're both at rest. 
but now you're running towards your friend at the phenomenal speed of 10,000 kilometers per second, and he flashes the light. You would measure it still showing the same value of 300,000 kilometers per second instead of showing 310,000 kilometers per second. This is due to the fact that the speed of light is constant. It's the same for all the observers, no matter where that observer is at rest or in motion. In order to maintain the constant nature of the speed of light, space and time experience weird features. So what is time? Wow. They came right in that moment with the with the plug, right? That was crazy. That the speed of light is constant. It's the same for all the observers, no matter where that observer is at rest or in motion. In order to maintain the constant nature of the speed of light, space and time experience weird features. So what is time? Even today, we still don't know exactly what time is, but we do have some basic understanding. We've all agreed that all the clocks in our world tick at the same rate. We've all agreed on how long some things take to happen and what things happen at the same moment. These basic things of time we experience in our everyday life. But the constant nature of light says that it's all wrong. How? Imagine there are two nations, Nation A and Nation B, and they want to sign an agreement. The problem is that they both want to sign the agreement at the same moment, and they found the procedure too. The procedure is that the leader of both nations need to sit at the opposite sides of the table, with a light bulb fixed over the middle of the table. Turn on the light bulb, and when the light reaches both leaders' eyes, they can both sign simultaneously, because they already know that light always travels at the same speed. Both nations' leaders decide to sit exactly the same distance from the bulb. So the event begins, they turn on the light, and the light reaches both leaders at the same moment. The agreement is signed simultaneously by leaders, and everyone is happy with the result. A few months later, they decided to sign another agreement, but this time, both leaders want to do it differently. Even though they have many different options, both leaders have an extreme love of trains. So they set up the same scenario in a moving train. The train goes on. The light flashes and goes to each leader, reaching them simultaneously. They sign and again, everybody in the train is happy with the result. But the people standing on the platform started fighting because the people from Nation B complained that Nation A leaders signed the agreement first. How did they come up with that conclusion? Now take a look at that event again. The train is moving, the light flashes. Leader A is coming towards the flash. Leader B is moving away from the flash. So they saw that the flash first reached Leader A because he was moving towards the flash. They already know that light always travels at constant speed. Leader B was moving away from the flash, so it took a longer time to reach Leader B compared with Leader A. From the perspective of those watching the event from the platform, both leaders didn't sign at the same moment. But from the leader's perspective, who were in the moving train at constant velocity, claimed that they signed at the same moment. We already know that when an object travels at a constant speed from the perspective or frame of reference, it can claim it is at rest. Now let's move on from the platform perspective. Let's make a simple to understand event. We'll draw a line when the flash takes place and draw a line when the flash reaches leader A versus leader B. So from this line, we can clearly see that the flash reaching leader B needs to travel a longer distance compared to leader A. Light always travels at the same speed. If it has to travel further, it takes a longer time. So who is right here? The leaders inside the train or the people watching from outside? The reality is that both are right. 
So what is it telling us? The constant nature of speed of light means that the events take place at the same... Bruh. <laughs> Yo, this is why this stuff... We discuss in time bending, but this, but the study of time bending be mind bending, right? And people don't get it, right? And that's why I said just keep in mind these little nuggets as we're going along because it's going to play out, right? So when you go back to double slit experiment, the observer observing, blah, blah, blah. So now you have two absolutely different outcomes, both scientifically valid based on the perspective of the observers and the reality that they're in is technically different. The people on the platform are in a reality. Reality, they are correct. The leaders did not sign the paper at the same time, which null and voids the agreement. That is a actual factual reality for them. And there's no science that can invalidate that. Right now, on the flip side, from the perspective inside the cart where everybody's moving at the same speed, that's a lie. The leaders did what they were supposed to, blah, 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 blah. Right. This is that this is that crux. Same time, even though from the perspective of one group of people, the events don't take place at the same time as from the perspective of other groups. One group of people don't realize any time difference and the other group of people witness a time difference on the same event. It is not an optical illusion. It is reality. Are you sick of having issues with your webinars, Ooh. wasting tons of time on troubleshooting? From one person's perspective does not happen at the same moment as from the other person's perspective if they are in relative motion. Now we move on to the next step. Let's take a clock. Even though we have many different types of clocks to explain time dilation, we will take a light clock to understand this more easily. The beauty of the light clock is that its mechanism is simple. However, it's not different from any other clock we have. In a light clock, there are two mirrors with a light ball bouncing between them. Let's consider the light ball as light. Every time the light ball goes up and down or tick-tocks, it counts as one second. Now we take another light clock. We'll keep one clock in stationary and we will put another clock into motion. So with the clock in motion, we can clearly see the light ball is moving at a diagonal path. Also, we can see the counts on both clocks are different. Why? Look at the trajectory on the moving clock. It's double diagonal. The amount of one full up and down movement takes longer compared to a stationary clock. This is because light needs to travel a longer distance, but the speed of light is constant and its speed always is the same for all observers. So in the moving clock, each tick-tock happens at a slower rate. Slower tick-tocks mean time runs slowly. In the moving clock, one second takes longer than the stationary clock. Time runs slowly on the moving clock only for the outside observer who is watching this event. But for whoever is inside the clock, they don't feel any time difference because they also travel along with the light clock, so they are unable to feel the light ball take the diagonal path. So they don't feel time slowing down. As we already know, when an object moves at constant velocity, it can claim to be at rest. So when an object is in motion, its time slows down. But why don't we see time dilation in our everyday lives? Let's take a look at the time dilation formula. Let's take two clocks, one on Earth and another on a rocketed space. Let's make the rocket move at 10% of the speed of light. 
At this speed, we can't really see the time difference. There is a time difference, but it is still hard to notice. Now increase the velocity of the rocket to 70% of the speed of light, and we can really see the time difference. The elapsed time on the rocket ship is less than from the perspective of those of us here on Earth. Now let's move the rocket 98% of the speed of light, and now we can really experience the extreme difference between two clocks. So from our view who are on the Earth, the clock in motion time is ticking off very, very slowly. To understand more deeply, we will take another example. The light clock is placed on the moving train. Now our train velocity is at 10% of the speed of light. At this velocity, there is some time difference, but not much. It looks like it is almost following the exact path of the light ball going straight up and down. Then we increase the velocity to 70% of the speed of light. At this point, we can clearly see the diagonal path of the light ball. Now, if we move the train extremely near the speed of light at 99.99%, there is a really big difference in the diagonal path. So here, the light bulb doesn't make a single tick while the stationary clock continues at its normal rate and completes a lot of tick-tocks. Therefore, time dilation is a universal phenomenon. However, its effects become significantly noticeable only when moving near the speed of light. At everyday speeds, time dilation does occur, but its impact is extraordinarily small. We have seen so far everything is theoretical and formula-based. Thus, we can't actually conclude time dilation is happening when an object is in motion. So are there any experimental things that have been proven by real life? There are many experiments proving that time dilation really exists. Let's take two simple experiments. The first example is the most straightforward experiment that verified time slows down for the moving clock. In 1971, scientists Hefele and Keating took two synchronized atomic clocks. One was left stationary, and another one was placed on a plane. The plane flew all around the world a few times. When the plane landed, they compared the two clocks. They found that a different amount of time had elapsed on each clock. The difference was 60 nanoseconds, in fact. The time difference between them is exactly what Einstein had predicted. So this experiment established very directly that time on moving clocks ticks at a very different rate from stationary ones. Another experiment was conducted with the lifetime of a muon. Muons are particles similar to electrons, but with a lifetime of only 2.2 into... All right. Wake y'all asses up. Don't go to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. What am I do with y'all? Okay, so let's go back to this now. And I think we can have another little go at this. Yeah, let's have another go at this. And then we're going to break it down again. We're going to go, you know, we're going to keep coming to it, looking at it, breaking it down, coming, going away to the science, come back to it. Your, your perspective will change as we continue to look at this. This might seem crazy, but I'm going to have to give you a disclaimer in advance. We do not teach this. I do not know how to jump up in the air, take that body contact from the John Tate Murray, change a, a dunk in a in a, in midair to a somehow like a like a baby drop, Mark Jackson overhead. Like I, I don't know how to do that. That's not what we teach him. That's not what the class is about. But what I am talking about is the fact that Tyrese Maxey 
has a different experience of time in this moment than what your watch can tell you and what the audience can see from their perspective. We're going to go deep into this science and how you can apply this science to do some miraculous things, even way crazier than what you see Tyrese Maxey doing. And it's not spooky. It's science. Time bender. Can we know it? That shit look hot. I don't know. I'll be excited for my own classes. All right. So now at least you can get at least a part of that and go, okay, I see what Inky's talking about now with the offensive player that's making the move, Tyrese Maxey, coming up with a dunk and then decide midair to switch. The audience. And everybody watching, we have one experience of time. Tyrese Maxey and DeJounte Murray each have individually different experiences of that moment in time, right? Now, what I'm talking about specifically is being able to slow time down, in specific moments to be able to do some things that's amazing, right? There's situations that I've been through in my life, right? Where literally, without knowing how, and I'm sure y'all got your own experiences because it happens to everybody. This is natural neurochemistry. It's just nobody ever really studied it in order to be able to quantify what's happening and then teach it, right? <clears throat> but I'll give y'all a story, right? One day we going to see a Zulu. We going to a Zulu Nation party. How about that, right? This I'm a kid though. I'm in high school. Um, I don't know who was supposed to be there. It wasn't um, Africa Bambata though. It was Bo. You know what I'm saying? And Bo and them is all from my block. They're not anyway. So. Or my neighborhood, anyway. So they're throwing a party at Parkside Plaza. You know what I'm saying? If you know the Bronx back in the days, you know Parkside Plaza. So we at Parkside Plaza. It's like right in between Walton Ave and Jerome on a hill. You know what I'm saying? And we out there early because they got rappers. You know, it's going to be some celebrities or something in there. So it's like a thousand girls out. You know, it's going to be crazy. So people are there in advance to get online because... It don't matter who you are, unless you got one of them badges, you know, with the little, uh, they had the black string with the little Africa Zulu Nation joint. It was like a little leather joint, but that wasn't something you bought. That was a, a badge if you was a member. And then I believe it was either chapter 13, it was a chapter 13 or chapter 14 was B.O. chapter. And so, you know, a couple of my close friends was in that chapter of the Zulu Nation. They had a specific, that chapter had a specific thing that they were doing. You know what I'm saying? And so we was down there. So that means, you know, I mean, I'm getting ready to get in for free. Let's get ready to go crazy. I'm going to be over here with the who's who's and not with the who's not. You know what I'm saying? This is where my mind is at. I got y'all got to be in the mind state to get to what, what, what's happening, right? All right. Sidebar. If you're on Instagram, Instagram is getting ready to shut off. 
you need to leave Instagram and come over to American Healer YouTube page. If you're on Instagram watching this, you need to leave Instagram and go to YouTube American Healer page. And that's where you can find the rest of this video, right? YouTube, I mean, Instagram only does an hour. Instagram only does an hour. So anyway, because we neighborhood, we get there dumb early. You know what I'm saying? And when we get there, the, the doors might have opened, say, for instance, at 10. We out there about 8 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? But it's the middle of the summer. So it's hot out. You know what I'm saying? Girls out there looking half naked. Um, guys is, is, is uh, you know, pulling up with whatever their best car is, outfit. You know, it's that kind of space, right? And the line is the entire sidewalk. So the line is about five to six people across and then from the front door Parkside Plaza all the way down to Gerard Avenue and then wrapping around up Gerard Avenue. The line was down the block and around the corner, period. Like it was hundreds of people in this line, right? So they got to come out and put the big police, the, the wooden blue police barrier things where you put like the two triangles and then the wood part and then the police lines are not crossed. They got that at the front of the line and then on the side of the line going all the way down to kind of lock everybody into their spaces online because they get ready to start moving the line, right? Now, a sister looking like the brat or MC Light or something like that, you know, she looked like she was a, a stud. She walked down the block to the right to the front of the line. Now, mind you, we're not at the front. We got this super early, but we right at the front. Right. It's like 20 people in front of us, maybe 15 people like it. So it's nothing. And remember, I told you the line is like five, six people across. So literally, it's only like two spaces in front of us. But each space is a group of people. So it's like two spaces in front of us. So this lady comes up to the front. Whoever's the guy that was in the front of the line right there at the front front and tells him, you know, move back. She getting ready to get in the line. So he looked around and was like, who are you talking to? I'm not moving. You got to get the line back, there, you know, like that, you know. So she tell him something fly and words exchange. And somehow homeboy, he hit shorty. Bang. She flipped over the, the police joint. So she had some dogs with her that she had tied up right there on the little parking meter. And so she like, oh, word, I'll be back. Yeah, this, this, and that, right? So now, mind you, the argument goes, everybody out there turns their music down. People were smoking. Blunts went out. Beers got tops put back on. You know, like bottles was unpopped. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody is like, because it was love. It was love everywhere out there. Even people was feeding homeless folks because you. this is a block where Parkside Plaza is. So it's regular stores right there. Chinese restaurant, chicken spot, this, that, liquor store. So it's a part, the whole block party and before the club even opened. Some nights people would stay outside and just like it's. So it was a love type of. So when this is going on now, it's like everything is stopping and focused. Like the music, like the, like the record scratch. When he hit us, he flipped over the joint. Oh, mind you. Everybody, right? What I'm trying to explain to you now is that from this moment going forward, 
time is beginning to slow down for everybody. Time is beginning to slow down for everybody. As the energy changes from the event, what's going on, where it's all love and fear begins to become a part of your neurochemistry and not fear like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Because everybody out there is, you know, neighborhood guys. <laughs> but the fear of alertness is coming in. And that's how that, that's what those hormones are designed to do. When your uh, when your adrenalines or or um, anything from that adrenal family, when those things start to cooking, it's going to slow down time for you. When you get an explosion of dopamine, the dopamine will slow down time for you, because slowing time down is a brain mechanism, it's a neurochemical mechanism so that you can observe more fully everything going on around you and take it in and form permanent or long-lasting memories of everything that's going on. Serotonin does not allow for that. Only, this, only the fear and the love do that. So now when, when people starting to get that heightened awareness, this is the chemistry. This is fight or flight hormones beginning to percolate. So now we like that. Right? So when when you see when you see my man Tyrese Maxey coming down and he getting ready to go crazy with the dunk and DeJounte Murray jump, right? In that moment there's a combination of love and fear at the same time which makes sport insane for mental health, right? So now you have the dopamine and the adrenaline family active at the same time. So for Tyrese Maxey, right? You, like, if you time him hanging in the air, he might have been hanging in the air for like two seconds or three seconds. The same amount of time, damn near, you can hang in the air. But he has the ability from his training to slow that moment down to the point where for him, it may feel like 10 minutes that he was hanging in the air. So he's got time in that moment to look around, see where other guys are, look at the defender, assess the defender, assess where the ball is and figure out what would be his best way before he hits the ground. To... This is the same thing that you do in martial arts, right? When you do specific types of training, you train your neurochemistry in the scenario. So a large part of jujitsu is staying calm while a guy is choking your neck or trying to break your leg. <laughs> but you're able to do that because you've practiced acting in that moment so many different times, right? So now you're able to slow it down and go, okay, wait a minute. If I just move my arm this way and put my leg here that's going to neutralize his leverage now i can put this here and that will create some some protection at least for one of these arteries so he won't be able to put no effective choke on like you can think because you can slow down the moment right so slowing these moments down now so going back to the situation now he jabbed shorty. She flipped over the police joint. Now, 
when she flipped over the police joint, she jumped back up like, oh, you don't know who I am, nigga, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm getting ready to come back. I'll be right back and blah, 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 blah. So everybody like, oh, it's crazy. It's up. She leave. And, I, you know, maybe for the next five minutes, it was like, oh, that was crazy. Oh. After five or ten minutes, everybody's going back to the music, thinking about the club, because that's not that rare an event in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like people get punched in the face. That. That was a beautiful time period where lots of people were getting punched in the face and it was great for the community. Like we need to go back to that now. If lots more people were getting punched in the face, you would never have some of this stuff that's going on with these goofy guys. Anyway, she was a man of her word. Let me say that again. She was a man of her word, damn it. And she came back. She came back. And I believe she had a Mac... I want to say she had a Mac, a Mac 10 or a Mac 11, right? But she stopped at the top of the hill and started spraying down into the crowd to try to shoot that guy that was standing literally maybe two or three people in front of me. Pay attention. Guy is standing here in front of me. Like, think of this. There's somebody standing in front of you, and then there's somebody standing in front of him. Okay. Someone is shooting an automatic weapon at that guy who is two guys in front of you. So technically, that lady is now shooting an automatic weapon directly at you. What is the difference between the people who consistently make it out of those situations unscathed? And the people who are not able to, the people who get trampled when that that happens, or the people who get the stray bullet, or this, that, or the other. The difference is there are people who are used to bending time in various situations because they're used to that environment. This is environmental intelligence that's not taught to people. If you out there on the corner and you a guy that been raised, your family member from the street, you from the street, you, you recognize street. That guy might be out there doing God knows what on that corner, shooting, fighting, killing, violence, drug dealing, whatever. And he might not go to jail. You might be from a nice family, but you don't like what your family's been, you know. So you looking out the window at home, boy, and somewhere around 14, 15, you decide to give your, your you decide to take your shot out there on that corner. You get shot in maybe a week or two, or you go to jail for five years after only being out there for maybe a couple of weeks, or maybe you was out there for one summer trying to hustle and you went to jail for five, 10 years. Why? You didn't, you didn't belong out there. Your reflexes, your neurochemistry wasn't tuned for that, right? Just like a guy who's really good at fighting in the neighborhood, that doesn't translate to boxing. Because when you get in that ring, it's neurochemistry. It's not biochemistry. In the street, if you're having a fist fight, 99% of the time is going to be biochemistry. Who's more physically fit? In an organized fight, it's going to be who's more mentally fit. That's why Floyd wins. Right? So this all, every facet is going to come down to neurochemistry time bending being able to literally control the ability to slow down time now that night i'm talking about at parkside plaza obviously i didn't get shot i'd never been shot in my life thank god 
knock on all types of wood, right? <laughs> right? But um, one of my friends did get shot in the head that night. My man, Big B. You know, B was, uh, B is, he didn't die. You know what I'm saying? So don't get weird. But he is six seven. He used to do security for places. Six seven, about you know, four hundred pounds. Like, so when we used to go places with B, it was like we automatically looked like superstars because he looked like our bouncer. You know what I'm saying? He looked like that. When you see a rich, like if you see Jay Z walking around with a guy that looks like a Shaquille O'Neal, like that's kind of how it was when we when you walk around with B. So. I think he got hit because he simply just was too big and slow. You know what I'm saying? But it was it was a lot of people out there that got shot though that that day. You know what I'm saying? When when Shorty came on shooting them, I did not though. <laughs> I'm just saying, I did not. You know what I'm saying? And we all had to get back to the neighborhood, like how we got back to the neighborhood because everybody scattered and woo woo woo. You know what I'm saying? A couple of us though, we didn't go far. You know what I'm saying? We stayed right there, used some cars and some other stuff, and just, just kept our eye on her till she emptied that thing and went about her business. You know what I'm saying? Plus, it was mad people laying on the floor, so I, I don't think she wanted to stay and wait for police to come. You know what I'm saying? So, But yeah, my homeboy B, shout out to B, Big B, Spud. He got shot in the head that night. You know what I'm saying? But it was like a, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it didn't do too much. It was, uh, what did they say? Superficial damage. So he went to the hospital and was out within a day. You know, they stitched him up. Whoop. He was good. But that was the that was the way parties and stuff was back then. You know what I'm saying? We risked life and limb to be at the Rucker Park, to be in the tunnel, to be in speed, to be at Parkside Plaza, to be at, you know, these locations that became what hip hop is that everybody's celebrating. We're like, oh, oh, oh. Anyway, another conversation. Point is point is i slowed time down i watched some of those bullets go by me and look like like i was neo in the fucking like i'm i'm looking like i could i could feel the heat in the wind coming off of some of them joints like and at that age 14 15 years old uh i promise you right I, I'm already a father. So immediately that pops into my mind. I got them. I got to get I, I have to make it home. Fuck the dumb shit. I got to make it home. At that age, I'm already a dad. I already have my own apartment. I had my own apartment like 13 years old. I've been on my own for a long time. Right. So at that time, I'm like, I got to make it home. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't take it. I got I got to, You know, so. The fear, fight or flight, all that kicks in, slows down time. I'm able to see some things, weave my way through the people, duck the bullets, get low, slide up under this car right here. <laughs> you know, because the cars was packed like this, so you got to you had to damn near get on the floor to climb between the front bumper and the back bumper of these two, and then get to the street side. Hopefully, a car is not coming, run your dumb ass over at the same time, right? You ain't thinking of that till after weasel through <laughs> get in the street uh, take it down the hill hit gerard jump off you know run across the street to the pizza shop or the chinese i mean what was that the chicken spot or something that was right there and you know yeah regroup 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, let's see who's hit. Let's see who's alive. But hopefully everybody, you know, at that moment, you only, you think about yourself first, right? Then you good, making sure you're not hit. Then the second thought is the team. Where's everybody else? You know what I'm saying? So now you, well, whatever. You're doing your thing to find, locate your people. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. But in those moments, so if you can harness that, which is what they teach in martial arts, you can apply that all over the place. Now, without knowing what my dad was doing, my dad was kind of teaching me some of these principles already. And he was teaching me them in weird ways, right? So in school, from what I learned from my father, I literally did not even have to be in the class. Like, when the test, when it was test time, I literally could just destroy the test. I could, I, I could literally do 90% of test taking is anxiety. You know what I'm saying? I, I say 70% anxiety. You know what I'm saying? You're all the shit in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Slow it down. Don't worry about the clock. You know what I'm saying? Slow it down. You know what I'm saying? Slow it down. Right? So, Man, I'm more blessed. <laughs> I'm more blessed to be here in front of y'all, man. I got so many near death, almost, yeah, I got a thousand, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, so that situation, hopefully, you know, you guys can. But again, so let's go back to our video now. More info, new perspective. This might seem crazy, but I'm going to have to give you a disclaimer in advance. We do not teach this. I do not know how to jump up in the air, take that body contact from the John T. Murray, <laughs> change a, a dunk in a in, a, in midair to a somehow like a like a baby drop Mark Jackson overhead. Like, I, I don't know how to do that. That's not what we teach him. That's not what the class is about. But what I am talking about is the fact that Tyrese Maxey has a different experience of time in this moment than what your watch can tell you and what the audience can see from their perspective. We're going to go deep into this science and how you can apply this science to do some miraculous things, even way crazier than what you see Tyrese Maxey doing. And it's not spooky. It's science. <laughs> Okay, now I have this in the book, right? But I want to show you guys up close and personal. So that way you will begin to understand what what will they begin to learn, Dame? That's that's the algorithm. Oh, that's what they're getting ready to learn. They're getting ready to learn about what? That's that's the algorithm. Oh, the, the whole shit? That's that's the algorithm. Okay. All right, good looking out, Dane. Let's 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 let me give let me pull this info up. 
And emotions combine into a voice, yep. an electromagnetic signature that articulates choice. Choice is distinction. Distinction is information. Life as we know it is organized information's incarnation to create more and store more. The alpha magma, codified and as the falcon's plasma. Satan is a trick. Blatant as a dick to be complacent in this shit makes you a patient that is sick. The truth is, you are a true star. Your caterpillar construction cocoons a new star. The real definition of selling your soul first is trading, becoming stellar for a star on Earth. Second, you help block creation, illumination, separating information, billions of years in accumulation. Blindly, nigga, we couldn't be more stupid. Sound becomes light. Life is raw music. <laughs> Specific frequency it yields, encoding your thoughts, encoding your emotion. When those waves collapse, the culture's your commotion, nigga. Keep your guns, your squeeze proper. Culture vultures as cowards and eavesdroppers. The digital age, we clearly got a label. Sound becoming light, it's a periodic table. Underwriting zigzag zig. See if y'all know what zigzag zig is, that's supreme wisdom. So what I'm saying in that bar is how we didn't know rap could get that big. Buzz is biology underwriting zigzag zig. Listen, buzz. You know when you when you drop in the the bar. You know when you when you when everybody talking about what you're doing and the buzz go out. Buzz is biology underwriting zigzag zig biology creating wisdom the light coming from within get it so how would we not expect rap to take over the world if you know who you are that's what i'm saying like how you didn't know rap could get that big buzz's biology underwriting zigzag zig that's why the buzz comes after the goosebumps and my shit create new mumps the bass is sicker than flu pumps, swinging like it's noose hung. Ain't no stopping us, infecting the whole populace, shining like phosphorus. The fiends say, I'm all type of dope. I make a photon a firework like a microscope. Get it? In that line, I'm talking about this ability of our brain to zoom in using love and or fear. Right. I can make a photon into a firework like a microscope. Light entendres. Light entendres. Light forecast. Let's work. Smell me like a broadcast network. Get it? Peripherins is the middleman that RCA is mimicking. The peripherins, in case you don't know, is the amino acid structure of your pigment. 
So melanin, uh, hemoglobin, chlorophyll, all these things share a similar motif in terms of peripherence because this is what allows light absorbing. So when I say peripherence is the middleman, right? The middleman between us and the sun or between us and whatever we're radiating our light into. Those peripherence is the middleman that RCA is mimicking. RCA is the original radio company. We back to the sounds of radio waves. Y'all didn't understand these lyrics when I, that's why I had to put the lyrics in the fucking book. I was like, wait a minute, these niggas still don't understand these goddamn lyrics. Peripherence is the middleman that RCA is mimicking. In the Bible, when they lost a blessing, they start burning. 2018 radio turned urban because we started with nothing and did it the best. Sound becomes light and light becomes flesh. So it's so hard being a genius in in nowadays. (laughs) Oh, shit. What what was that, Dave? That's that's the algorithm. That's, That's the algorithm. Okay. So now here we breaking this down in the book, right? So we're still in the same space, right? Here we breaking this down in the book, right? Three great lights, how three lights meet at a 90 degree angle. Oh, this, this, yeah, this is way too much. It's not this combo. <laughs> oh, Lord, man, y'all getting too much. All right, so we can start right here. Let me see, should we start right here? All right, we can start right here. Uh, yeah, we go here. The early bird is dopamine driven, right? Who's the early bird? The early bird is that person that's always on time for work in school, right? They always, that's the early bird. That person has a, and this is how you can determine what type of person you are. Now, this is real. This is not like, um zodiac and other systems of personality baloney right this is the science that allows people to infinitely keep creating personality typing systems so that people can try to understand their psychology but you would understand your psychology a thousand times better if you knew that your psychology was just a machination of your neurochemistry and your neurochemistry comes from your heart. Very simple. Focus on the heart, takes care of everything else. Start focusing on the brain, shit gets crazy. Anyway, color people time is serotonin driven, right? It is serotonin driven. So now what we're talking about, right? We started off in some dark waters during this video. I know niggas was kind of lost, right? But we we about 90 minutes in. You know, we we square, we squaring up. We're gonna square up at 90, right? It's it's making sense now because now we're going from random conversation to specific application, right? We're also beginning to discuss now how to translate this information into real life because now we're talking about what? Because now. Now you see the connection. Watch. Now you're seeing the. I don't even know where fuck the book is. I got so many books around this office; it's crazy right now. But now you see the connection between 
how we went from the gold book, right? How we went from the gold book to the movement book. Goals to the movement, right? Because in the gold book, one of the things we talk about is goals. How to hit these goals. How to set goals for ourselves and smash them, right? But we didn't really get into the chemistry of it, right? Which is what we're doing now in the movement book, right? Time benders. <laughs> the human engineering text, you know, like. So now you're getting, oh, so if I want to be somebody that's mad productive in life, right? I don't want to be the guy that just makes up ideas and talk shit that don't make none of those ideas happen. They're just ideating. Oh, I make up this. I do that. Uh, business plans. I'm marketing. You ain't doing shit. You're just talking. Niggas running around with 10 different business cards. Bro, them is ideas for businesses, not real businesses. Right? We're talking about applying all these sciences to become progressive. This is why when you go to American Healer website, because some people have asked me over the, over the years, they say, we know that you got the watermelon and that's for dopamine regulation, upregulation and things like that, right? Which is really good. A lot of people love the watermelon. Um, shout out to my uh, sensei, the one that <laughs> messed me up that day in front of my kids and all that. Um, he ain't messed me up, but he kicked my ass pretty good that day. But he put the idea in my mind that started the process to me sitting down to making watermelon. You know what I'm saying? And he was thinking of it from a perspective of recovery for martial artists and blah, blah, blah. I was looking at it from a standpoint of how I could spread out, you know, how it could just apply to everybody, not just martial artists. You know what I'm saying? And when I was looking at the, um, the bridge between the plants and the people, it, the neurochemistry just stood out so much and the need for something to help regulate, you know, upregulate intelligence, upregulate loving feelings, upregulate good vibes. Like, wait, it, you can do that in a the capsule, nigga? Yeah. Without a blunt or a cup. Hint, hint, wink, wink. You know what I'm saying? So now we're talking about how we're setting goals and how we're approaching shit, right? Neurochemically. Now, mind you, these are opposites. This dopamine is primarily driven from the brain. Uh, serotonin on the flip side is primarily driven from your stomach, the lovely apron, right? So now the speed at which the level of perception is the same as zooming in on a camera. The closer you zoom in, the slower time seems to move. This allows maximum observation for creation and recording. This process is dopamine or norepinephrine based. Okay. So now, uh-oh, oh shit, they're like, hold up, ain't you this? You you doing this some other shit right now, and you going this is some old. Wow. Remember, Mister Richardson said, 
Cash App, dollar sign minus the inky for Kimmy Luminescence College, right? Let's go. Ooh, inky luminescence. Oh, you might have went crazy with that. You might have went crazy with that. I, I got to put that up there in the GOAT level. That that name right there, I, I got to write that down. That's going in the GOAT level. That's right up there with Amber. Amber came up with inky terrian. Somebody was like, well, what kind of diet plan is you on? It's like, I'm an inky terrian. I was like. I never felt so honored in my life. I was like, holy shit, I'm an inky terrier? I was like, damn, I made it to a category level. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, a thing, you know what I'm saying? So that was that was an epic moment in my life. Just saying. And this is another moment right now. I am literally writing this down. And this is this is what it is. Inky luminescence. Oh my God. Goodness, I like that with the double L. Yeah, that's that's a thing right there. We go that, that's that's yeah. That's gonna pop back up. That's gonna pop back up. Let me make sure I put J Sway. Write that write that name next to in the book so I don't forget wherever this pops back up. Shout out J Sway for creating it. Right. Um we also, listen, we're also, I'm starting a GoFundMe for $120,000. The GoFundMe is for our first major movie. Our first major movie, and most of you guys already got the script. <laughs> most of you guys already got the script. We already went through the movie, right? But it's coming soon. We'll redo it again, right? So you'll hear more about that coming soon. Anyway. You see how all of the stuff that we've been dealing with now is kind of culminating and kind of you can see how this stuff is starting to get real. Because even when we. Uh, OK, hold on. Because because right there, I'm talking about frame rate. Right. But when we were here, remember this? Yeah. Remember this earlier? American. Uh, what was this American Na American Museum of Natural History? Our uh, Einstein exhibit, right? Remember what they said in the closing paragraph? Like a film strip, slices of time, like a film strip, slices of time, each slice also pinpoints blah, 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 blah. Right? So Dr. Inky is explaining to you the science behind the science behind the science behind the science. Right. Because now, you know, that when those film strips are presented to you at more than 12 per second, they don't have a film strip or particle quality. They have a movie or a wave like or a moving quality. Particle wave perspective observer. Observer participates in creation. It's all right. We're going to get it. Because this also is a part of the basis for mental health. So, like I said, it's just a founda foundational conversation. And obviously, y'all looking at the slides. Y'all remember the PDF. Now y'all studying the books. You're like, oh. 
got it. Okay, Doc, we with you. Okay, Doc, we with you. Right? Okay. So, hopefully we making sense now. A little bit. Making a little bit of sense. A little bit of time, you know. Right? Okay. The super slow motion in the zone moments are blast of dopamine and norepinephrine. Super fight or flight. This is crazy. Can I get an edit right here? Live on screen. There we go. Super fight or flight hero heru mode creates super memory where you can smell and feel it forever. Okay. So now there's another level to this, this to this neurochemistry. This is what I'm saying. And we go back. And we go back to the Tyrese Maxi, right? Because this system kicks in when you get the nerve. We have to put these jokers back on. Shit, the light is rough. Let's see, let's do these. Right? Um, that's probably going to give me a headache by changing how much light I allow into my light my eyes that fast. So don't do that at home. Don't switch a whole bunch of glasses in a day. If you're going to wear something, try to figure out what you want to wear for your outfit or whatever and stick with those. Don't keep changing the amount of light that your eyes receives all day. Anyway, is the fear-based slowing down? Is the dopamine love-based slowing down? Then there's that super space. When you have the fear and the love combined, that's where they have those situations where like mothers are able to do miraculous shit. Watch this. Oh, I'm gonna fuck y'all up. Woo, nigga. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, shit. Hold up, hold up. I gotta find this shit. Damn, how am I not find this damn thing? And the computers, I gotta take the hard drive off. I gotta figure out how to show y'all this thing real quick. Because it's on my IG page. Oh, the IG video's over. Right, yeah, let me just end this live. Boop. Bang. Okay, now let me go to my page. And let me show y'all exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yo, as soon as I went on Instagram, the first thing that popped up on my page was Derek. Shout out to the GOAT, the young GOAT in training, DA in the building, right? The young GOAT in training, so we're going to call him. All right, so this is my IG page. If you're not subscribed here, then you need to be subscribed. If you're not subscribed here, you missing me out there jogging in the snow with the dog. Y'all think I'm just on internet talking that dumb shit. I I'm out there. Yeah, we out there. Y'all think we playing? That's Jimmy in Miami, still getting busy. All right, hold on. Let me show y'all this thing here. 
Look at this. Look at me. Look at me. I miss this. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The mitochondria have an assembly line called the electron transport chain. These mitochondria cannot function without melanocytes, melanosomes, and of course, melanin. This assembly line recycles phosphorus so our cells can produce light. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The electron transport chain has five sections or five cytochromes, cyto, cell, chrome, color, or pigment. Cytochrome is the cellular pigments. The fifth is the ATPase pump or turbine. The base of this unit or FO motor, the counterclockwise clepsydra, has nine to 12 components that cycle protons to power the pump. Each ATP must be utilized with magnesium. Magnesium is atom number 12 on the periodic table. The 12 unit FO water clock creates the 12 KBT energy that must bind to the 12th atom on the periodic table. That's how goats are supposed to look. Wait, but this is the video now. My bad. That was there was a lot of flexing going on just now. I'm sorry about that. That offended you. I just wanted to I get a little excited. But I did want to show that like I'm not bullshitting. Y'all see me out there in the snow, still getting busy with the get busy. So if your ass is inside the house talking about you not doing no push-ups because it's snowing outside, somebody need to beat your ass. I'm just saying. Because I'm out there barefoot, barehanded. Huh? Zero games. Right? So, but look, this is what I'm talking about. Let's get back to this, to this conversation, right? Time bender. Those stories that you hear about mothers being able to do amazing things at the last moment to save their kid. That's because the fear, harm, neurochemistry is integrating with the love neurochemistry, creating the super slow motion moment. So even though it seemed like it's a one second thing, the mom in that moment has slowed time down tremendously. So I'm going to show you where a drunk driver was getting ready to kill this little kid, smash him in between two cars. And the mom was able to look at the car coming out of nowhere and then turn around and find her baby and pull her baby out of the way of the car smashing together. Literally in less than like all that happened in less than a moment. Like you can't even put a time on those. You just That's a moment. Let, a moment. How long is a moment? Well, according to my father, right? We dealt with what was called a New York minute. <laughs> that was what, by how my father trained me. Son, you have to be able to adjust your mind beyond time. Because things here happen in New York minutes. So everything could be all good. And then in the New York minute, people could be laying down on the floor bleeding or in handcuffs, or getting robbed, or this happened, or that happened, or something amazing could happen. You know, you could you could be broke, starving, and in a New York minute, you could be up, you could be on top, you could... Like, what is a New York minute? What, what is that based on? Like, is that... So is that like five minutes, Dad? I'm, I'm, like, I'm just trying to like... 
So is that like, what is that, like five minutes? Or is that, was that, like 10 minutes? You know how we do. We say, hey, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Is that is that a New York minute? When I say, y'all yeah, be there in 10 minutes. Am I, is that a New York minute? Or like, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, when I start to live through some of those situations, like I explained when we went to the party at Parkside Plaza, Oh, you gonna learn. You gonna you gonna learn today. Fuck around and find out. You gonna learn what a New York minute is, right? So anyway, check out this mom. Told me you never leave me. Looking in the sky, seeing your face, and I know. You see that? That's crazy. Right where I've been. Take me. I thought you told me you never. You see that? You see that? This is how these situations happen. Because from the observer standpoint, you're not part, you're not a participant. From the outside looking in, that's happening like that. From the inside out, you don't know what that moment feels like. And a part of the feeling of that moment is. The chemistry, right? Because we know now that we got 12 cranial nerves and we know they run down to the 12 rib cage and the 12 of the spine and the boop, 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 right? This very same neurochemistry of norepinephrine and dopamine and all that is going around through the information loop, right? We talk about the inky cycle, the real cycle and all those things in book one. This information is passed to the cells. And what do the cells do? The cells need to do what? Start doing what? They have to change the speed at which the FO motors, right? The FO motors are running. You have to change the speed at which ATP is being produced. That means you also have to change the speed at which glucose is being broken down. That means you have to find a source of glucose in that moment. The source of glucose in those moments is whatever you have in your fat cells. Problem is, though, some of us have lost the connection of our nerve stop fat cells, so we don't even have the ability to release, release glucose in those intense moments so that our cells can upregulate those wall clocks, change time for us, and provide us with energy so that we can think and act in that moment and be safe and sound and come out on top. He like yo, this nigga Inky going crazy lately. No, nothing new that I'm teaching y'all. I didn't already teach y'all. We're just building on it. Told y'all this is how we work. The spiral, right? We deal with it, and each time we come back around, we just add a new layer of information. Each layer of information, see, the way I created my teaching system is based on how your neural networks naturally grow. When you get some information, it's not that you're going to create new neurons specifically. That's what abstract study does. No, regular stuff every day, you're going to create new attachments between the neurons and form larger, stronger neural networks. When you have a small neural network, whatever you're trying to figure out is kind of tough and, you know, the details aren't all there and blah, blah, blah. The more neural network, uh, the, the stronger that neural network becomes and the larger it becomes, the more information you're able to assess and connect the dots and create what? Recognize what? Patterns.
right? The mark of genius, right? So that comes from neural network. So understanding that process, I'm like, oh, okay. So we just put a little something on you. Boop. Just activate the neuron. Like, oh, shit. Did you see Tyrese Maxey? What? Then we give you a little conversation with it. So now you're like, oh, wait a minute. Time bend and move. Oh, okay. All right. Let's go back to the info now. Da, 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 da. Give you some Einstein with the shit. Yeah, here's, here's the official line. Bye, 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 bye. Take you over here into the Freemason. I'm going to take you into another space. Bye, 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 bye. Then I'm going to take you back around, boop, 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 and just give you some regular experiences that you can, you can, you because you, you probably live through them. You know, some crazy shit in your life where you got strong memories of these moments. The reason you have those strong memories is because when you get to the super space, the super space brings in, like I just said, more parts of your brain. So the, and, and the, when the fear and the love combine, balance, ma'at, right? You get brainwave, you get a different type of brainwave. So you, you start, you start to get into that space where you could, where you could create them extended periods of gamma wave action in the brain. You also get the uh, original uh, sensory system tapping in, right? And how do you know which one is the original? Which one is the oldest one? It's right there in the name, the old factory, right? The old factory, the old factory, the old way your body used to build, the old way the gods used to build. How is that? Because nowadays we build through our eyes. Nowadays we build through our ears. The old way that we built was through our nose. Our nose is what allowed us to find aromatic amino acids which is the main thing that we need to eat for, right? So, because our body doesn't make those. And that's what makes the pigments and the peripherins, that's the middlemen that RCA is mimicking, those are made out of aromatic amino acids. The very same aromatic amino acids that are the targets of the fucking pesticide shit they putting in the food. So when they spray the pesticide on the food, I'm showing you how all these things connect. When they spray the pesticide on the food, that goes on the shiki mat pathway. The shiki mat pathway is the pathway that plants have inside them to produce the uh, the, tryptoph the tryptophan, the tyrosine, and the phenylalanine, right? Your aromatic amino acids. Those are the ones that have the hexagon head on it to interact with light, photons, and things like that. Now, so it's just them three. Plants produce those. This is why when they put the pesticide on the plant, the plant that got the chemicals on it, it don't produce the pigment. So this is why the black seeds now become white because the chemicals has inhibited the plant's ability to produce pigment, which is why I tell you, goofy, brown, black, and yellow niggas, you might want to lay off of all that shit that got that shit on there because you're going to start to internally look like them, you know, your pigment is going to be inhibited. Now, when your pigment gets inhibited, guess what happens? That is called diabetes. What the fuck just happened just now that fast? See, this is, this is what happens when you're in go class. <laughs> 
when your pigment gets inhibited, it's called diabetes. Doc, that is not true. You just clearly made that up. Okay. For those folks that are new, simply leave the, the video now. Go on over and start to peruse A1C, right? When you look up what A1C is, you're going to start to see things like, you know, age, A-G-E, advanced glycation in products. And, you know, you and then you get dig into that. What is glycation? Oh, glycation is when all of the sugar that you're consuming does what coat your body's pigments so that they are inactive so when the sugar piles up on the red blood cells which is pigment remember this is hemoglobin so when the when the sugar piles up on the heme you got blood issues when the sugar piles up on the brain you're starting to build up alzheimer's and all kinds of shit you know what i'm saying like no you got to you got to keep the, you got to click. This is what you know. So anyway. Hopefully it's kicking in. Hopefully it's kicking in. Hopefully it's kicking in. You start to see, oh, wait a minute. So this and that. And so that's why we don't want to eat that. And that's why we don't even focus on whether you eating only meat or only plants or whatever the case may be. Because I've learned that most people throughout their life are going to flip-flop with their diets anyway. You're going to have periods where you plant-based, vegan, this one, that one, trying this out, trying that out. You might get into a new relationship. You love the other motherfucker so much, you switch to their thing and whatever. If you, though, have certain key principles like eating primarily for pigment selection, you will always be in a good space because that's what you need. Right. And they use the term pigment like they don't really use it like they should. So you don't know that when you're when they say, oh, well, you need lutein and zeaxanthin and all this. Those are pigments. You don't even know that some of your vitamins and, and minerals are either pigments or components of pigments. Right. So all of these things comes together. Even your cellular respiration, the electron transport chain is made out of pigments. Right. Heme. You know what I'm saying? The same as the blood. So. Your, your brain, we're talking about all this dopamine. The dopamine is produced by neuromelanin. So if you're not sure about this neuromelanin, you heard about it, don't associate neuromelanin with every neuron because I see a lot of people do that and that's a mistake. That makes you look dumb, okay? Neurons are a type of cell. There are a wide variety of neurons. So you have melanin concentrating hormone neurons. You have orexin neurons and you have dopaminergic neurons, right? You have more categories. I'm just giving you an example. But the dopaminergic, that's how they, they make shit more, you know, if the word's not long and, and weird to say, then, you know, they don't feel like they're doing a good job of running niggas off from the information. So they got to make sure it's dopaminergic. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that means the neurons that produce dopamine. So all of the neurons that produce dopamine are the ones with the neuromelanin because the neuromelanin is what makes dopamine. This is why if you look up the process of your body making melanin, before you get to the end product of melanin, you see dopa is right there. Dopa and dopamine is sometimes in the pathway of getting to it. So 
it's almost an earlier, a precursor, if you will, in certain instances, right? So this dopaminergic part of your brain, though, is the central part of your brain that controls all behavior and function. So all behavior and function comes from this part of the brain that they call reward system. But the reward system part of the brain is the dopamine part of the brain, which is the neuromelanin part of the brain. The neuromelanin part of the brain. So melanin really does control everything. Yeah. Just because Richard King or Africa or whatever might not have had every I and T dotted and crossed properly, damn it. I got their back. Right? I got their back. I done went and found the I's that was dotted that shouldn't have been. Like, oh, let's cross that out, Africa. You fucked that up. Oh, you shouldn't have did that. Fix that mistake, fix that mistake, and represent the ancestors' information, not as mine, as theirs, and go, here's the corrected version. So, yeah, they might have looked incorrect, and internationally, folks might have been laughing at us, but, uh, yeah, their students have went back and and, 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 and rebuffed up the, yeah, yeah, I done rebuffed up the goats, and now you can't fuck with this. So when y'all out there running around saying, oh, Sabian, you know what you're talking about? This is no such thing as mucus inside of a cell. Ah! They definitely got intramyocellular lipids. And you go, wait, what the fuck is an intramyocellular lipid? Jesus, Inky, what is that? That is what Dr. Sabi was telling you niggas is mucus in the cell. <laughs> but, you know, he came up with what he saw. It. He knew that there was some type of gunk or, you know, substance in the cell that was gluing things up. He came up with that because he's studying phenomena. He's studying the people. He's not getting it from a book. So in his what he sees, he's going, OK, well, something's clogging these cells. And when I'm able to unclog these cells, they're able to resume their business. And so he came up with a name for the thing clogging the cell. Now, when people go, he was incorrect because that thing that he said doesn't, that's not it. It's like, all right, cool. The terminology was incorrect, but the phenomena was absolutely correct. There's something in there clogging that motherfucker. And he knew what to put in there to unclog it. And after unclogging, it went back to healthy. Fast forward, you just had to find the doctor with the gold teeth to go through a thousand fucking textbooks, right? To love Sabian, his information enough to go through a thousand fucking textbooks on my dime and on my time, sponsored by you guys, and find out, oh, this intramyocellular lipids. Then I find out the intramyocellular lipids plays a key role in diabetes. And so anyway, long story short, hopefully some of this shit's sinking in. <laughs> Hopefully some of this shit's sinking in. Absolutely. Even the pigment in the eye is going to start to lose sight if the sugar builds up. So this is why, you know, this is this is why we in the goat space, man. This is why we in the goat space over here. You know, this is why we in the goat space. Even, even Dame is learning the hard way. That's That's the algorithm. Even Dame learning the hard way. That's that's the algorithm. 
So nobody can duplicate the gold. They can try. <laughs> now, everything that we discussed today is in this book, right? So this is what I'm saying, you guys. This is a transitional. We we changed. We, we you know, it's like a car driving. You see him driving here in the middle lane, doing about 55, 60. When you hear that shift, zap, zap, zap. And then you get to that outside, you know what's getting ready to happen. You're ready to open that thing up. Right here is where we did that. And then and then we went here. And then we went here. And once you read this, your eyes and your you will never be the same again. And this will make you another type of human. So the trio. Yeah, it's tough. The trio is tough. The trio is tough. Really tough. Especially because aspects of these books, I really feel like I've been writing since I was in my teenage years. You know, like if we go, if we go to the times table, which is what everybody's supposed to be studying at least three times a day. I gave you the timetable for free. Let me tell you something. Because people are like, yo, the timetable is dope. Let me tell you something. The timetable starts on page 296, right? Y'all think that timetable is everything. From 296 to page 304. That is it. This book is 344 pages. So only eight pages is that timetable thing. That's just a sample that's a sample of what's in this book. You know what I'm saying? But that sample is also the things that I want you to commit to memory. Which is why I did the video the way I did the video where it's like it's black. And then there's image. Then it's black. Then there's video. Then it's black. Right? Like when you close your eyes, it's black. Then you open your eyes and let light in. Now you have either images or video, and you close your eyes again and it's black. So when you watch the video of the timetable, that's why it's like that. I could have made it one continuous video and edited up some other shit or, you know, like I could have did something different with it, but this is neural, right? So this timetable is for you to watch and commit to memory everything that's in it. It's not just for this to be in my memory, but when you're out there and you representing me, I want you talking that shit. I want you telling niggas that, yeah, insulin, uh, you, you know, you, you, insulin comes from beta cells. You got a, a million islets of Langerhans. The, the beta, 70% of the, 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 the islets are active beta cells. The beta cells are 10 microns in size. And that, that, that. Like, I want you, I, I want that all on tap. And then when you get to the, to the book and you go, oh, wait a minute. Do he got the melanin info in there with that like that? It starts to get crazy. You know what I'm saying? But I, but it's a purpose to you being able to commit this stuff to memory because your visualizations, your meditations, and those things, after a certain amount of time, I feel like people get a better idea of this. Then we're going to have those. We're going to start doing yogas and, and group meditations, but not 
on fluff, we'll be meditating on a specific thing. Like, like we might spend some time meditating on, uh, we might spend some time meditating on, per se, let's go here. Let me see, what page is this? 1,000, what? Okay, let me show you. We might go here. Every video view should come with a thumbs up. Every IG like should have a repost to it, a share to it. That's being no awesome. Of course, it's a certain level to being humble, but it's a, there's another whole level to this when you're making generational discoveries. Nobody discovered the, I've discovered the physicality of the light body, the real location. When niggas talking about it, I'm being about it, I'm living it. This shit goes beyond all that fucking debate discussion. Ain't nobody doing it like this. Niggas ain't did it like this in the fucking 5,000 years. Way Wait, y'all didn't hear me. Okay, my bad. My bad. I said, it's one thing for me to tell you that the heart regulates the brain. It's another thing for me to show you that the heartbeat entrains the beat of the brain. See, this is another reason why when these guys steal my IP, it'd be so obvious because they don't realize that even their followers are, are part of their digital footprint. So after I do a video and then you start saying some shit you never even said before, they know you stole it from somewhere, dumbass. They just don't know the source until I pop up and go, hey, we over here. You want to get it all or you want to keep waiting for it to get stepped on? Because well, the way I was raised, we didn't like stepped on. The stepped on, I mean, Deidre's on. We like that raw, uncut. Yeah, let's get rid of that middleman. Who got the weight? Yeah, let me go see him. El Chapo, right? Let me go see. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. That's me.
ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun, you heard? All right, so I'm showing you now. I gotta show you that this is where people get mad with me. Like, well, how come you're gonna show us some advanced level shit like that, but you got a little picture with you right there with Timberlands on? Because for me, it's important that you niggas recognize where you're getting the highest level of information from. It's important that you know it's coming from a guy from the Bronx. 158th Street, gold teeth, never left his neighborhood, never left his kids, regular, you know, no shock, you know, like regular, degular, schmegular, just like you. It's very important. Because if you see me able to get this knowledge, then you know, oh my goodness, man. Not only can you get it, but your babies. They could far pass us. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole purpose of this. You know what I'm saying? Is teach it to the parents so the parents can teach it to the babies. And then we change tomorrow. One, two, three. You learn it. Teach it to the other adults. The adults, by living it, teach it to their kids. And then their kids don't know anything else but the thing that they grew up in. Just like after we went through the crack epidemic in the 80s. The crack epidemic was so widespread throughout the black community that now every black story that they tell in film, TV, and music is related to that time period. Because all of the babies grew up watching their parents either strung out on these drugs or selling these drugs or strung out on these drugs and selling these drugs. And then trying to recover and going through shelters and this and that and how their life was broken down and blah, 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 blah. So now they're coming up, at, you know, like, this is the only thing they know. If we take these principles, reformat our lifestyle, right? Change what, Dame? If we do what, Dame? If we change the what? That's, that's the algorithm. So if we change the algorithm, listen, if we change the algorithm, right? And even further than that, we change the operating system. Remember when we started off this conversation, what was I saying? Beginning of this video, what was we talking about? How the human cell shares a definition with a computer chip. Y'all thought that was unrelated. See, y'all niggas gonna stay in the studio long enough. Listen, the reason why we started that is so that we could get here. Said that in the beginning, then give you two hours of all kinds of crazy information only so we could circle back. Remember what I told you, spiral teaching, right? We back at the beginning now. The reason why we had to start there is because if we recognize, like Dr. Robert Becker said, or like Dr. Sabi said, choose your poison. The body's electric. The moment that you realize the body's an electronic device, you got to ask yourself, what program is it running? What program is it running? Who wrote that software? If your body is a is hardware, who writes this? Who's writing the software? If you don't even know that software is required for your electronic device, that makes you a golem. You niggas may not even know what golem is, but 99% of the world is fucking golems. It's scary out here. Spooky. I'm going to need y'all to look that up for homework. Golem. It's a very scary Jewish term when you realize how serious that term is. Anyway. You need to learn 
how to create your own operating system for your electronic device. You need to learn how to write your own software programs for your electronic device, right? That would be what? That's, that's the algorithm. And so to answer the question of the brother earlier, okay, this book here is the movement book, right? God is music. This is the movement, right? This is the, all, all of these are on Amazon, right? So this is the movement. Then after the movement comes the almanac, divine mathematics, divine mathematics. I waited to write this book for 20 years before I had ever even written a book. This was the book that was in my heart to write, right? And then the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic, AKA the algorithm, right? So those three books, or you can, I should have just let Dame tell you what the name of the book is, right? That's, that's the algorithm. That's, that's the algorithm. Right. So <clears throat> yo, that's not me. My audio is right. You, you can't hear me though. That's if you can't hear me, that has nothing to do. If shit, everything is right. That's the system. Everything here is correct. Yo, hold on. Oh, y'all can hear again? Okay, cool. That was crazy. They just bleeped out. They just bleeped out shit. They didn't want niggas. That's crazy. How they, how, but how are they pre-editing though? How, how will they know what I say next? I guess when you say certain trigger terms, they just bleep your shit out for the next how many minutes? So unfortunately, I speak from the heart. So I don't know what I said either. You don't know, I don't know. I would have to read my lips and watch it back. Uh, games um hold on i'm trying to find i'm trying to find I'm trying to find like we still rocking we got more videos so don't think we wrapping up so fast don't think we wrapping up so fast actually you know what before i go here Before I even go there, now that you're there, though, I can leave you on pause. Ooh. Let's go back here. Now, now this might make a little bit more sense. Watch this. Let's go back. Is this the right thing? No, not the right thing. Shit's so scientific. I got scientific shit all around this computer screen. Okay, did we close that out? Why did we do that? Did not mean to. Now I'm gonna have to refine the slide where I was at. And this keynote is so big, it takes like forever to open. 
Yeah, this presentation where a lot of the information, you know, is, is also coming from is 2000 something slides, smoke crazy stuff. So it take a second. Um, yeah, let me give y'all something while we wait for that. Every video view should come with a share. Every video view should come with a thumbs up. Every IG like should have a repost to it, a share to it. That's free and don't Of course, it's a certain level to being humble, but it's, a, it's another whole level to this when you're making generational discoveries. Nobody discovered the, I've discovered the physicality of the light body, the real location. When niggas talking about it, I'm being about it, I'm living it. This shit goes beyond all that fucking debate discussion. Ain't nobody doing it like this. Niggas ain't did it like this in the fucking 5,000 years. Way better than Way better than Stop. My work is good. It don't mean nothing. My work is good. I'm not selling celebrity. I'm selling good work. Look at them. They mad. They mad. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I didn't just show you the light body, I showed you how the information was written into the blood to be carried to the heart to be stored into the magnetic field. I showed you. Okay, here we go. We back open. You're like, hold on, Eric, you should have let that play. <laughs>
Okay, let me see if. Okay, hold on. I like the fact that everybody's still here. Okay. Had to make some quick adjustments. We back. Let me show y'all this before we get to our wrap up, Bappington. Now, some of y'all will remember we went through. Some of y'all will remember that we actually went through. Where is this now? Okay, here we go. Some of y'all will remember we went through a lot of the, the measurements and the association of Freemasonry to the NBA, right? So we're going to do a quick little refresher and then hopefully within the the conversation of the video, it'll make more sense to why we even had these conversations, right? So Joe Naismith, you know, he tells the story or stories told around that he invented basketball by playing this game called Duck on the Rock. And basically you put one rock on top of another rock and then you throw a third rock at the second rock. I have no idea. How he think that even closely resembles basketball. But for those of us in the know, it definitely resembles something else. And then you find out that our good, lovely James Naismith was initiated, was, was a worshipful master, right? Lawrence Lodge, number six in Kansas, right? So we 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 there, we we go there, we fully we fully go there, right? So then we walk through some of these other things, right? We walk through some of these other things, right? I, I start talking to you guys about, you know, how to see certain things when it comes to basketball and these numbers, right? So we start looking at certain numbers, right? Certain key key numbers you're going to notice pop up all the time in basketball. Now, what should you know about this number now? The number 38. Because number 38 is one of the most powerful numbers, relevant numbers that you're going to see float up, uh, float around in the NBA. Why is that important? Because 38 is also the number from what? That same FO wall clock. Right? On the ATP. Right. Think about it. Read your books. It says it in the book. This is in the algorithm. Right. That's why you got to study your timetables. How many ATP can a human cell produce without mitochondria? Two. How many ATP can the mitochondria help us to produce? Thirty eight. Right. So. This is a very significant number and numbers play a role all throughout any sort of system of science that's based on geometry. Right. So um, obviously I'm skipping through, you know, what I'm saying, because I, I don't want to, you know, but I'm giving you an overview. Right. 38 year old record. Right. Remember, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar record was 38 years old of 38000 points. Right. So. Um, the record was set the year LeBron was born. So 
That's, you know, so he, the record is set at 38,000 when LeBron is born, only for him to go up and become 38 years old and then break the record, right? Now, in Kemet and in Jewish uh, mysticisms and lore, the Tao has a strong significance, which we won't get deeply into, but Muslims know about this as the number 19, right? The number 19 is significance of the Tao, the double Tao is also that 38 right three plus eight is 11 and that's where we have Kyrie Irving right k is the 11th letter Kyrie is born on the 11th his dad and uncle wore number 11 Kyrie Irving is literally 11 letters k-y-r-i-e-i-r-v-i-n-g is 11 letters in Duke, he only played 11 games, and then he was signed to the NBA. He scored 11,000 March 11th. Nike gave him a deal for $11 million a year. Kyrie Irving signed with the Cavs in 2011. So not only am I showing you the science of real, the real science of numbers and energy, but I'm also showing you how to incorporate them into your life. And then I'm showing you how this shit incorporate into other people's lives that know how to take advantage of this shit on purpose. So while you goofy niggas at home trying to do chakras and you still working at fucking Walmart, you can't get it together. These niggas then put this shit together here and these niggas is at the highest level of society. Just showing you. Rod Strickland, his uncle. From the Bronx, Raj Strickland was born July 11. Irving has been with Nike since 2011 with his shoe line, right? And it was $11 million a year. Uncle Drew came out in 2018. Two plus one is three. Three plus eight is 11. <laughs> Look what date it came out on. Not only did it came out in two, 2018, which is 11, it came out on June 29th, which is also 11. You understand? This is not, I'm, I'm trying to tell you something. This is not a game. This is not a game. Right? The, the basketball court has a very specific system of measurements. This guy right here, Joe Folks, the first uh, high-scoring athlete. Look at his record. This is the first GOAT of the NBA, Joe Folks. And his record was 8,003 points, right? So <laughs> these are just certain little things that, you know, certain key little things that you see coming back around, right? Bill Russell, captain of the 56 gold medal Olympic team, five and six is eleven. Bill Russell won 11 rings. Like, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, these numbers will tell you everything if, if you know how to look at them, right? Certain numbers, like 47, 72, and, you know, they're, these are very... So, anyway. Hopefully, some of this stuff is making sense. Right. So this is why we kind of go into some of those numbers anyway. Which then becomes 
at the highest level. At the highest level. Times two. This is the algorithm. Times table. To earn respect, man. Memorize your times table. To earn respect, man. Prescription. Got the We breathe in life and light in patterns of 12. The alveoli open and close 12 times a minute. 12 times an hour. The Botzinger complex creates a side. The Botzinger complex is also the actual human beatbox. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. <clears throat> the total work week or five days equals 120 hours. Your 12 pints of red blood cells live 120 days. Impulses travel neurons at 120 meters a second. There is 120,000 miles of lymph vessels. Blood sugar levels top at 120. The rough equivalent of a 6A1C. Electrons per atom also top at 120. Red blood cells spin, creating a vortex through the 12 gates of the heart into the wall scepter. Make note that the heart is 12 centimeters or 12 royal fingers in length itself, pumping 12 pints of blood. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Spend time paying attention, balancing your interest to earn respect. The 12 pints of red blood cells then make the 60,000 mile journey every 60 seconds, only possible by the structuring of water. Eerily similar to the 60 mile high electric field around Earth when charged, the 60 mitochondria DNA codons powering the little FO wall clocks. F equals six, F zero is another 60. Setting the frequency, the brain, max speed of awareness to information, processing speed is 60 bits per second. That 60 is divine mathematics from the almanac. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Spend time paying attention, balancing your interest to earn respect so you'll never have to save face. Cells have their own carbon-12 cycle. Much like the algae of the planet recycle carbon into pigments, we recycle carbon-12 to make nucleotides. This is called the tricarboxylic acid cycle. A major portion of the tricarboxylic acid cycle is B12, the major purpose of which is to feed the mitochondria so they can recycle our ATP. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The mitochondria have an assembly line called the electron transport chain. These mitochondria cannot function without melanocytes, melanosomes, and of course melanin. This assembly line recycles phosphorus so our cells can produce light. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The electron transport chain has five sections or five cytochromes, cyto, cell, chrome, color, or pigment. Cytochrome 
is the cellular pigments. The fifth is the ATPase pump or turbine. The base of this unit or FO motor, the counterclockwise clepsydra has nine to 12 components that cycle protons to power the pump. Each ATP must be utilized with magnesium. Magnesium is atom number 12 on the periodic table. The 12 unit FO water clock creates the 12 KBT energy that must bind to the 12th atom on the periodic table. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. 7.3 kcals per mole divided by 0.60 equals 12. The ATP has an average value of 12 kBT in available energy, a mole, based on the historical definition of the mole, as the amount of substance that corresponds to the number of atoms in 12 grams of carbon-12. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The inky cycle sits at the center of motion in the cytoplasm. Structure and water molecules creates pools of free electrons, coherent domains. Melanin harnesses these free electrons and feeds them to NAD. NAD in turn feeds the cell. That is the inky cycle. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Spend time paying attention, balancing your interests to earn respect so you'll never have to save <clears throat> face. Spend time paying attention, balancing your interests. Spend time paying attention, balancing your interests to earn respect. ATP is produced by breaking down glucose or chains of carbon 12. We then cycle the carbon 12 back to the environment for the algae and plants. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. 36 to 38 ATP are produced from each glucose molecule. Without mitochondria, our cells can only squeeze two ATP per glucose molecule. Each glucose molecule is a chain of carbon-12. A sodium-potassium pump uses one ATP during each cycle. 12 times per second, these pumps go through a cycle, exporting three sodium ions and important two potassium ions, as above, so below. The cell membrane and the mitochondria membrane. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Creating that 12-part motif is the mysterious magic of the energy system. Even each unit of insulin metabolizes 12 grams of carbohydrates, reducing the blood sugar level by 45 milligrams per deciliter. One unit of insulin metabolizes 12 grams of carbs. One unit of insulin metabolizes 12 grams of carbs. Of carbs. One unit of insulin, 12 grams of carbs, into the tricarbon cycle to produce ATP units of 12 kBT in energy each. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. 
potassium in the beta cell is the zero in the binary code or off switch. Calcium in the beta cell is the on switch or number one. This is the simple start stop binary code for insulin production in the beta cell. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Spend time paying attention, balancing your interest to earn respect so you'll never. Insulin is produced by the 1 million islets of Langerhans in the pancreas. Beta cells are 10 microns in diameter, carrying up to 20 picograms of insulin each. The average healthy person has 60 to 70% of his islets as active beta cells. The old standard for insulin was 40 units a day. However, steroids, chemicals, gross obesity, sugar, and many other things have stretched the production of human insulin higher. It's not all bad, though. This shows the untapped potential to heal. Beta cells share the islets with alpha cells and the gland overall with exocrine cells, which take 90% of the tissue space. Loss of 80% of the beta cells causes hyperglycemia and ketosis. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Food. Food is the same as the breath. It receives no special privilege. Food must be judged by 12 as well. All food, acid or alkaline, goes into the 12 centimeter or 12 royal finger sized bowl called the duodenum. Make a note that once the food has been fully processed, it ends in the rectum. 12 centimeters or 12 royal fingers in length itself as well. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Spend time paying attention, balancing your interest to earn respect. The pineal gland is a 12-hour clock, amongst other things. Pigments process sound and light, 1,200 watts a day, average human power, 12 hours a day, 12 hours a night. Our senses are set to the oscillations or ebb and flow of these vibes. This is the basis for the circadian rhythm and every other rhythm in the human body. Rhythm equals cycle. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Spend time paying attention. Every cycle you have ever heard of in the human body is a part of a unique rhythm or set of rhythms in the human body. The heart must synchronize all these sounds into a beat, get order from chaos. This beat then entrains the brain, the magnetic field at large. The heart is the master clock. Think about the blood pH, 7.365. That's the exact days in the week and the exact days in the year. The heart has blood moving through the 60,000 miles of vessels in 60 seconds, culminating in the 12 gates of the heart into the wasp. The journey through the Holy of Holies is superior and inferior cava to the right atrium, tricuspid valve to the right ventricle, pulmonary semilunar valve to the right left pulmonary artery, right left pulmonary artery vein, left atrium, myspectrial or bicuspid valve to the left ventricle, aortic semilunar valve, then into the wasp or the aorta proper. This is the heart, the master clepsidra. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Spend time paying attention, balancing your interests to earn respect.
so you'll never have to save face. To earn respect, 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 to earn respect. This algorithm synchronizes time and space with biochemistry, the holy grail of science, a grand unifying theory. God is music. So clearly the arrangement is designed that's, by number. That number is 12. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Just because vitamin D boosts AMPK and protects the beta cells, earns light, no special privileges. The light and sound are treated as the breath is, treated as food and drink are. They must be judged by 12. The nature of the universe's duality male female electric magnetic wave like and particle like the brain converts still images at more than 12 per second into movement or motion that's how time flies think sodium potassium this is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic sound i am in love with the crystals in our pineal gland and ears interpret sound as 12 pitch classes 12 major keys, 12 minor keys, etc. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. In fact, there are a great many philosophical truths you can gain about the nature of your reality from these math music relationships. This is the key to human emotion and it's the link to music. This 12 step motif is the blueprint in human engineering taught in the chemiluminescence college. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. This is all set to a 12 month rhythm of circling our star. The surrounding families of stars we have divided mathematically into 12 sections and or 12 constellations. We circle it every 12 months while it, our home star, semicircles us every 12 hours. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Spend time paying attention. Within the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic, we recognize the 12 macro and 12 micro organ systems in the cells and body at large. In the same way as nature uses math and harmony as a language, our body does too. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. We have 64 codons from our nuclear DNA. This corresponds directly to the male egg cycle. Men have a 64-day sperm egg cycle. In fact, every day a man creates a new egg. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. We recognize the 12 macro and 12 micro organ systems being connected by a communication superhighway called nerves with pigment. These nerves and spine manage all of the human body's information gathering, sorting, and storing. The brain in its 1200 cc soup have 12 pair of nerves process your body's sensory data, while the 12 pair of ribs that make the rib cage and major nerves run through the 12 thoracic vertebrae. 24 hours a day, 24,000 breaths a day, 144 gallons of O2 a day, time is on our side. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Spend time paying attention, balancing your interests. We recognize these 
the 12 macro and 12 micro organ systems of the body. The integumentary system is the macro version of the membrane and phospholipid system. The skin is 12 square feet and it's 12% of our body weight. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Spend time, pay attention. The male sexual system is the macro version of the nuclear DNA. 12 times 10 to the 13th power in total DNA lymph system. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The female sexual system is the macro version of the mitochondrial DNA system. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. There is only one nervous and pigment system which weaves in, out, and around all cells. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The immune system is the macro version of the NRF2 system. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The circulatory system is the macro version of the cytoplasm system. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The skeletal system is the macro version of the cytoskeletal system. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The respiratory system is the macro version of the electron transport chain. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The lymphatic system is the macro version of the lysosome system. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The excretory system and urinary system are the macro version of the vacuole system. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The digestive system is the macro version of the endoplasmic reticulum. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. The endocrine system is the macro version of the Golgi apparatus. The Golgi apparatus actually secretes the insulin inside the beta cells. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. Between the almanac and this book, we hope to have enlightened you on the energy process in real time. The algorithm is this full set of mathematics, knowing that carb max number, but also understanding it. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic or the heart of divine mathematics. The Amduat and the Book of Gates can begin to be seen as inner journeys. The journey from drinking 12 degrees Celsius tap water to attaining enlightenment always was an inner journey. Right? We are judged by 12 at all times. The heart of the divine is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic. You must learn these timetables by heart. Visualize them. In my mind, I like to imagine the early Brockman were trying to envision these wheels. These are the wheels, flowers or trees of life that actually produce the food and knowledge of and consequently for the soul, conscious or light. Did you see how math and music work? In real time, God is music. This is the sublime mathematics of diabetic arithmetic.
That's that's the algorithm. That's that's the algorithm. <laughs>